Welcome to the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay. This is your positive path for spiritual living. And you know, we are celebrating Earth Day Sunday, so you may realize that um, there's a connection here. So, why did the leaf go to the doctor? It was feeling green. How can you tell the ocean is friendly? It waves. Why are recycling bins optimistic? Because they're full of cans. And why did the ground say to, what did the ground say to the earthquake? You crack me up. Now, I don't know if that's what you just said to the screen right now, uh, or you were mostly groaning. Um, but, you know, uh, these jokes really are a connection to Earth Day Sunday, a day that has really, um, a Sunday that has really always touched my heart because we do focus our attention on Mother Earth. And I know that this Earth Day Sunday is a little different than most um, because of what we are moving through. But I think it's still very important that we take a time to really just honor Mother Earth to connect uh, with nature. So I invite you to connect with nature today. And it's a great opportunity for us to look to Mother Earth for some wisdom and for um, some modeling that I think it's doing quite beautifully right now. Because it's really interesting to me that while we are experiencing this global crisis, we're also seeing that Mother Earth in many ways, both big and small, is becoming revitalized, right? And I, it reminds me of Helen Keller's quote, although the world is full of suffering, it is also full of overcoming it. And we are experiencing the overcoming of these challenges that we're moving through. And if we focus today our attention on the ways in which Mother Nature is doing it, I think it has a really important message for us. I'm sure that, like me, you've seen some of the reports, right, that um, there's been a drop in pollution um, over China and over Europe, that in India, there have been cities that for over 30 years um, haven't been able to see the Himalayas, and all of a sudden, they are now able to see the Himalayas, this mountain range that really stands for divinity. And so, how could we, during this challenging time, how can we clear ourselves, breathe into ourselves, revitalize ourselves so that we may see more of our own divinity, like they're seeing the Himalayas in India? Now, I was reading a, a report on The Atlantic, and the author said something really interesting to me. He said, nature is taking a breath when the rest of us are holding it. And I sit with that. And I recognize that many of us are holding our breaths. And what if, just like Mother Nature, we breathe? We breathe into this experience. We allow ourselves to really open ourselves up to what is happening, not just on the surface level, but within us, within the heart of humanity. And I wish that all of these beautiful things that we're seeing in nature taking place, this revitalization, weren't as a result of a crisis, but it just reminds me that sometimes we don't have a say on how life shows up, but we do have a say on how we show up for life. Again, we may not have, um, 
We may not have the power over how life shows up for us, but we do have the power on how we show up for life. Now, the other day, um, I've already shared this with a few people uh, over a Zoom call, but uh, on Fridays is my day to uh, oversee my son Lucas's homeschooling. And I wish I could tell you I was showing up uh, the ways in which I really would love to show up for him, but it was a long day on Friday. And that long day... um, You know, I had tried rewards for him. I had tried some punishments for him. And so I just went back into my toolbox. I wish it were something else, but the tool that I found was guilt. And so all of a sudden, I found myself telling Lucas, Lucas, you're stressing me out. You're making me so sad. Feel my shoulders. Feel my neck, how stressed out I am. Like if he'd be able to tell, right, from that. But he just like he normally does in those moments of clarity, came up to me and said, Papa, do you want a massage? And then he looked at me and said, or you could meditate. Let's meditate. And he went like this in front of me. And in that moment, um, it just reminded me, right? It reminded me of the ability to take a breath. That I know we're experiencing fears and anxieties over this global crisis that we're moving through, this challenging time that is taking place for us collectively, and it has very specific individual ways in which um, it is affecting us. What if in moments of stress and anxiety, we could just take a breath, go into those moments of meditation, into the silence, and listen for the ways in which Something within us is inspiring us to move out into the world, into our experience. Now, the silence isn't something that's mysterious. The silence is something that's already within us. It's a part of us. And it is that which we experience when we become still and really recognize our oneness with God. In the Unity Classic uh, book, You Can Be Healed, It said, the silence is not foreign to you, a thing you have to reach out after to get. You have it within you and about you. You always have had it and you always will have it. It is a part of your eternal nature, a part of God's plan of rest, growth, recuperation, and renewal. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. We are being invited into times of rest Can we allow ourselves to grow through this challenge? We're being invited into moments of recuperation. I know that that could be difficult for some of um, the people that are um, first responders, for example, and are having to be go, 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 or the teachers that are now teaching virtual schools. We all have ways in which this has affected us. How can we take moments consciously to recuperate and renew ourselves through the power of meditation, through the practice of the silence. Now, we do this at Unity on the Bay, and we've been doing it for the last couple of weeks. You could join our Monday, Wednesday, and Friday prayer calls. You can join our Tuesday and Thursday meditation um, times in the morning. All that information is on our website. Um, Whatever your practice is, what I'm really experiencing is that I just have to do more of it that there is this opportunity, and really actually, like the song says, there is a call that we must answer to go deeper, 
to go within and to be renewed. Renewed not so that we can just sort of feel fresh, but renewed so that we can go out and take care of the things that we need to take care of, to take the actions that we need to take um, actions on. And so that is the basis for me wanting to take a moment and meditate, take a moment and be in that practice. Martha Smock, who I mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago, she was the editor of Daily Word. She says, you can re- we can read about God, talk about God, but in order to feel our oneness with God, we have to meditate and pray in the silence. We need to take time every day to be still, to let our mind and body relax, to lift our thoughts above the level of worldly things, to dwell for a little while in the secret place of the Most High. Now, I don't believe that we can only experience God in meditation, but I believe that the meditation practice is what allows us to actually be more present in the world so that in any experience, whether we believe it to be in a stressful experience or one that is uh, peaceful, that we can still recognize and be mindful of the presence of God. Meditation is what gives us the muscles to be able to remember the presence of God in whatever experience we may be going through. And so if we can take a breath, step back, We can really allow ourselves to be intentional about the practices that will bring about a healthier expression of what is really taking place in consciousness, which is this great opening for a different way of being. And so, especially on Earth Day Sunday, I'm going to invite you to recognize that meditation and our practices are um, connected maybe to how we've been invited to take care of Mother Earth, right? One of the things that we're invited into is to uh, be mindful of using renewable resources. Well, there is no source that I know that is as inexhaustible. The only inexhaustible source is God. And so meditation brings us into that awareness, into that space of recognizing source here and now. But whatever the um, ways in which you can remember of God as our source is important. However practice you can take on so that you can experience it, this is the time to do it, right? Like the inexhaustible source of all. I know that there are financial hardships that people are starting to feel. Well, our source is not money. Our source is God, If we focus our attention on what we've got physically, that can seem and we can experience it as limited. But if we go within and recognize that the inexhaustible source is God, then the ways in which that abundance and prosperity can show up is in a myriad of possibilities. It is unlimited how it can show up when we place faith in it. Now, we also get invited to reduce, right? Reduce our waste for Mother Earth. Well, meditation is a way of being able to reduce, through this practice, stress, anxiety, mindfulness has been proven to uh, allow us to release that stress and anxiety, the fears, when we move into a time of meditation and mindfulness. We also, in the time of prayer and meditation, get to move beyond limitations, let go of limitations. And so I invite you to find practices, whether it's meditation or something else, 
that allows you to reduce the stressors in your life. Yesterday, uh, my husband and I, Tom, we ended up um, cleaning up one of the biggest stressors in my life, which is the amount of stuff in Lucas's room, the amount of toys, clothes, everything he's got. We have bags and bags of toys and clothes and things to now give away, and his room looks clean. It's been cleansed, and it's no longer a stressor. We ourselves can be stressing to other individuals or to our environment using meditation or any other practice to reduce our stressors, lessens the way in which we um, stress our environment. We also get invited to reuse. And this one for me is just, you know, reuse. This is all that we're talking about. This spiritual practices that we employ, they're to be reused. They are practices. It's a day-to-day, moment-by-moment type of activity. So whatever it is that um, works for you, reuse it whether it's prayer, meditation, whether it's some forgiveness work. In the, in the actual practice of meditation, you may find a meditation that supports you in visualization and reusing the power of visualization, reusing the power of forgiveness, of setting intentions. But that is the breath that we're invited into so that when we breathe, we can go into the space of the silence and reuse that which is going to serve us to then be able to move out and support the expansion of consciousness. And then recycle. Recycle is really about transformation. So when we move into meditation, we are transforming our thoughts that we are alone, that we are disconnected. We're transforming it into an understanding that we truly are one that God is with us, that all of humanity is part of a human family. It's also an opportunity for us to ask ourselves, how can we transform this global crisis into a global awakening? How can we do that? How can we do that through our own personal practices But how can then, through those personal practices, we get fortified, we become faithful enough to recognize that we are the ones that we've been waiting for to create this global awakening that is taking place. I truly believe that it is taking place in this moment. It's our opportunity to see just how big of a global awakening we have. Let's take a deep breath together. You know, in moments of stillness, I'm still not sure what role I play in the great great scheme of things uh, with this global awakening. I have inklings of it, um, but I do trust that we each will have a role to play. And it reminded me as I sat with that, the story of um, Jesus' first miracle. And many people will know that, uh, will remember that Jesus' first miracle was the turning of water into wine or um, the multiplying of the wine at the wedding in Cana. What you may not know about the story um, may surprise you because John chapter 2, verse 1 through 5 says, On the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. 
And Jesus said to her, woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. How many times through thoughts, through actions, have we screamed back at life, at humanity, my hour has not yet come. This is not my time. This is not for me. What concern is this for me and you? We are looking out into the world, and as we are experiencing the overcoming of the suffering, we are still seeing the challenges, the suffering, the grief, the inequality. What role will we play in the global awakening that moves us through those things to heal those in greater and deeper ways? I love that Jesus says, this is not my time. What concern is it to me? Because I experience that myself. I sometimes say that to life as it happens to me. But life, just like Mary, who basically didn't hear Jesus' excuse, life doesn't hear our excuses either. Life says this is the time for us to awaken. This is the time for us to take a respite, to take a breath, go within, and recognize that something is being birthed and we are the ones that are giving birth to it. The time is now. We are the ones. It is time for us to take right action from the place of stillness, from the place of wholeness, from the place of recognizing our oneness with God, our own divinity, and of all the human family. When we listen, we hear the still small voice. And maybe as a whisper or as a roar, it tells us that we are important, that who we are and what we do matters. And that in this moment, we can be intentional and choose to be a blessing. I love Don Miguel Ruiz in the fifth agreement, which is um, one of the chapters that actually talks about Mother Earth and taking care of Mother Earth. He has this line, and I just love it. He says, we are not in a hurry, but we have no time to lose. Let us use this time wisely. Let us breathe, become mindful of the presence of God in our lives, and let us take right action so that we can not only experience life as a blessing, but that life can experience us as a blessing to it. Thank you and namaste. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay, a spiritual community located in Miami, Florida. Unity on the Bay is supported by the generosity of its community. If you'd like to make a donation or learn more about Unity on the Bay, please visit unityonthebay.org. You can also follow Unity on the Bay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for even more positive spiritual inspiration. Until next time, thanks for listening and many blessings. Namaste. Namaste.